Hey everybody, welcome once again to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and today we're going to talk about SmackDown Live for January 24th, 2017, the go-home show for the 2017 Royal Rumble, and today's special treat, Matt Morgan, here joining us live on a Wednesday. Of course, we also got Raj Geary from Wrestling Inc., and today we're going to talk about SmackDown Live from last night, our predictions from the Royal Rumble, and we're going to talk to Matt Morgan, a man who has been in a Royal Rumble himself. Find out more about what goes on behind the scenes. Talk about our predictions, ideal cards for WrestleMania, because we're on the road to it. Matt, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. I'm excited to, you know, a little change of pace here. You know, got a chance to, you know, commentate a little bit about SmackDown. And from my perspective, it's going to be very different because this is, I never get a chance to watch it. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited for the Rumble. The Rumbles this year is going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stacked, stacked card this year. Uh, Raj, you feeling, feeling hype still after SmackDown right. last night? I am. Uh, it, I thought it was uh, st- still a good show, a little down from uh, previous weeks, but uh, I, st- I th- still thought it was a great show. I think it's going to be a, a change of pace today because I think uh, after, you know, after Raw, we're usually a lot more negative, whereas, you know, SmackDown, <laughs> you know, I think it'll be a little different. Yeah, although Matt, we were joking, you missed a man. I mean, it felt like we had three quarters of a great raw this week, you know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about SmackDown. Um, first question to you, Raj, because you might know behind the scenes on this: Is Daniel Bryan on the road, or are they pre-taping these segments like these opens from last night? Uh, no, I think he's there. Um, I think he just leaves early. But yeah, uh, you know, Shane McMahon mentioned it on Talking Smack that you know, with the baby coming, he's he's doing less of this, but. Yeah. Uh, less of the talking smack, but yeah, I, I, I think he, he is there. So that being said, we set up the lumberjack match for later in the show in that opening segment between Dean Ambrose and the Miz, but let's talk about Harper versus Orton. Uh, yeah. So have you been up to speed on this, Matt, everything that's going on with yeah. the Wyatt family? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I liked, I liked it. Uh, I liked the way it finished the ending of it. Um, I noticed Randy was the one that was looking back more as he was walking, exiting, you know, the arena, so to speak, or walking back up the ramp, rather. Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, I thought it was, you know, a, a great, a very interesting, something that makes you think type of angle. And anytime you have that, I, I'm into it, you know. Great match. Luke Harper is so god darn talented. Yeah, he could definitely perform in the ring. Raj, what did you think of the match? I thought the match was great. Um, well, I thought it was really good. Uh, I do think they need to repackage Luke Harper because, you know, they've broken him from the Wyatts before. And the problem is right. he, he's so uh, ingrained with that look as, as a mid-card guy that I think they need to he needs to change it up. And, and you know, whether it's, you know, dress more like Brody or, you know, do something different. But he's got to get out of that old Wyatt, Wyatt gear. Here's a little backstage uh, 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 gossip for you guys uh, yeah. that I had heard. I had heard from some of the guys that the problem is they did that with um, what's the biggest big big guy Ron. on uh, Rock. Thank you, Braun Strowman, and he still kind of has the same look. He just shaved the sides of his head a little bit, but he still <laughs> has that Wyatt-esque look. But because he's on a completely different brand by himself, it took a few weeks before we finally, you know. This you know got him completely out of the Wyatt family and that attachment thing with um with him here as well on SmackDown. But the problem is, you can either do one with there's only two shows. If there was a third brand, it'd be perfect for Luke to go to that third brand and start over again. The problem is the guy's hair the way it is, he can't do too much unless he shaves his head completely. Um, but as far as having the Wyatt look, he could he he they could have put him on Raw. 
but it's between him and Strowman. And obviously they went with Strowman, rightfully so. Um, but uh, yeah, the rumor was that he was going to go to Raw and uh, they decided against it and they hmm. decided to bring Strowman over instead. And it's been working, you know, for Strowman. I mean, I think everyone sees him way differently than they did, you know, when the draft happened. So, uh, but but even with Luke Harper, I mean, I feel like he can keep his hair and stuff, but get rid of the the janitor outfit, you know, uh, just change change you know change it up a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, it's like he's practically wearing a potato sack after the ring most most weeks. Um, but yeah, he is think- he is really talented. He's a very underrated big guy, you know, for near nearly three hundred pounds and the way he can move and everything. Uh, I, I I just don't want to see him, you know, kind of wait away like he did last time when when they broke him off. Yeah, he's so good, so good. You see his cell on the on the RKO, but did you see the cell on the sister Abigail for a yeah. big guy to pop up off the the boom and pop up? That's hard to do. I couldn't do that. Like, he is talented. Yeah. He- so we went from that uh, last night into an uh, in-ring segment, um, confrontation between Mickey James. Uh, now there, she was La Luchadora on the SmackDown <laughs> roster. Uh, her and Becky Lynch setting that up, really kind of moving, uh, it seems, Becky away from Alexa Bliss. So, uh, Matt, what do you think about the return of Mickey? She's a friend, so I'm always going to – I'm going to be so – I'm going to be uh, – I'll admit it. I'll, I'll be, you know, for her. But – um. It's hard to be objective. Um, I was excited to see her, excited to see her post, you know, having a child in the great shape that she's in. Um, I think it's great for everybody involved, okay? She's going to help Alexa Bliss immensely. She's actually going to help Becky Lynch improve as well. Becky Lynch is now going to have her uh, an opponent to seek her teeth into as far as work goes, work rate goes in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, Mickey's one of those that takes chances and wants to steal the show every match. She's got the best working punch in the business. Guys, watch her punches. She shows better punches than any guy does. Um, but I don't, if I'm being honest, and she's not my buddy here, I, I, I don't know about her as a heel. She's not comfortable. She did very good last night in her promo for Mickey, but Mickey is a, is a classic baby face. Um, but uh, I think she did good for what they gave her. And uh, she started to get a little bit more comfortable as she got going. But I know her, and she's not a comfortable heel. Yeah, I agree. I felt like and she, she is a great baby face with, you know, her comebacks and, and, her, and you know, just just yeah. how spunky she is, like going to the ring and everything. Yep. Um, but, you know, I thought Mickey did very well for her first promo on WWE TV in a while, but the crowd was starting to turn on her by the end. I mean, I, I think it, might, it went a little Big too time. long. They were doing the what chance. Mickey looked like, you know. Oh, my God. I hope they Raj, I would have jumped up their asses with that. I would have been like, really? I've been going for seven years and you're doing the same shit? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one thing that it's it's ingrained in wrestling fans now. I don't know if that's ever going to go away, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, but no, you, you know. Don't come to the shows if you're going to chant what, people. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, uh, she adds a lot to that women's division. Now you have, you know, you look at that six-man tag they added uh, for the Rumble. And it's all like top women you know you forget that the smackdown women's roster is that deep and and you got you know six top women so uh she adds a lot and it, it gives a big spark to that division you know i really like always say guys sorry all three of us all three of us say how we um how raw is so uh much more dominant with the women's division this gives smackdown a huge shot in the arm as far as an honest to goodness star for the female division you know what i mean Absolutely. 
and it evens it up a little bit more. It gets a little bit closer. It's still a ways away, but it's it gets it a little bit closer. It's not just Becky now, you know? Yeah, and I think, you know, Alexa Bliss is a heel. If Mickey James turns face and you got Nikki Bella on the face side, you got some, you know, you got some people that could help get Alexa to the next level, you know, as far as a, a, the top, you know, heel uh, woman on, on SmackDown. Yeah. Well, I really liked on Talking Smack with Mickey last night. I thought that they fleshed out her motivation better. I mean, she made a really good point, I thought, uh, you know, in that shoot interview she did, talking about with this whole women's evolution thing, they completely skipped over her era. I mean, she was really holding it down, um, you know, for that that uh, mid-period kind of post-Lita, pre-Page, uh, you know, and uh, even, uh, even pre-The Bellas. Her and Victoria. Yeah. Her and Victoria, for sure. And Melina, too. Melina was pretty, you know, was yeah. good in the ring and... And there, yeah, there were others. So, you know, it's Beth Phoenix. So there were some valid points. Beth Phoenix, big time Beth Phoenix, Raj. Yeah. Big time. Yes. Yeah, and I was seeing it online. Wasn't uh, wasn't Mickey versus Trish the last time there was a one-on-one match at WrestleMania between the women? Jeez, is, is that? I think so. Someone online uh, on Reddit was pointing it out that it's all been tags. And, and the idea creative wise, and Matt, you could speak to this at WrestleMania. They don't want anyone to miss out on the payday. So the idea is if we can take care of, you know, multiple female wrestlers in one fail swoop, that's why they put them on the card in those matches. Yeah. That, and they do that with the lower card talents as well. With these little, with these little battle Royals, they'll do post pre-show yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's very interesting. But I think with Mickey, yeah, I think great things are in store for her. And they did add that six women's tag match. Interesting, the SmackDown women, six women tag match, looks like it's going to be on the main card, right, Raj? Whereas Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax on the pre-show. Uh, that's the way I would have done it. Uh, yeah. I think otherwise you have two Raw women's matches on the main card and the SmackDown women's, on, you know, on the on the pre-show. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, and I, I definitely agree with that. Um, so someone who's not going to be in the six women tag is Carmella. We saw that vignette last night. Uh, I mean, what was this? The tra- transformation of, uh, James Worth into, uh, James Ellsworth into Jim Alina. Uh, what's going on there? Are they seriously rebooting or trying to give him a new gimmick? They need to get him off my TV. I'm not, I can't <laughs> say that enough, but last night I was angry. I actually was angry. I had to watch that, that crap. Yeah. He's horrible. He's annoying with his nonverbals. Like, he keeps doing these stupid non-verbals, overdoing it. Yeah. It's corny as hell. It's It's got to get off my TV. It's hurting her in the process. <laughs> yeah. I, I My thoughts watching this were like, if it were a high school play and someone was delivering their lines like Ellsworth was, uh, they'd be laughed off the stage. The director would be like, you know, sorry, you, you can't make it. But this is WWE, so that, you know, that's allowed to get on television to millions of people. But... I thought Ellsworth, uh, his he, he just can't deliver those lines right, and uh, I, this was just cringeworthy. At this point, I was like, uh, this segment alone might drag SmackDown to where I actually prefer Raw to SmackDown this week. Wow, I, I that's I, I was angry. I, it takes a lot for me to get angry at something. Okay, I was angry. I had to watch that. I was angry that they thought that was okay to put out on on TV. Like this is a billion dollar company, and they thought that that this is good for our viewers to watch. Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, I I can't think of anything less than that. But it's if I could, I would say it. That's how <laughs> junior high. This, this guy, yeah, really. I don't get it. I don't get. He's not a lovable loser. He's just a. He's just annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Someone pointing out Randy Savage and Elizabeth. This is not George Animal Steel and Elizabeth. <laughs> <What>? You know. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think the, they, they got to give him something. Uh, I, I think they, no, they thing. don't. They need to get rid of him. <laughs> they don't have to give him anything. Yeah, I mean, so Matt, you can speak to this from a production point of view. I mean, I get when you're doing something live for a promo, but this was taped. So when you're t- recording something in advance, you can do multiple takes. Is the attitude typically when you were there that it's just run and gun like, yeah, we got it. One take, it's fine. Or do they sit there and have you do it multiple times? I think he's so bad that they didn't care. And they just did a couple of takes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, we got it in the can. That's fine. It's not going to get better than that, which is a horrible attitude. Yeah. That's, that's my, that's my, pro- that's what I think. You know, if that was, I remember Brock, when he would do his pre-tapes, they would do it a bunch of takes. They do a bunch of different takes with him because he's important, right? So I think the more important you are, the more important the promo is and the pre-tape is, and they'll put more time into it. But for that dude, I, I, I'm I, like, I, I wouldn't even use my camera phone to have shot that. <laughs> I, you know, I think like he, he is a, a sympathetic character in a way. And, and and what they've done with him, they've kind of messed that that angle a bit. But if you just put him in the cruiserweight division, have him be like the guy that gets beat all the time and once in a while will pull out a victory, you know, that's probably a better place for him then. Because, you know, we talk Why? about like our friends watching wrestling if they were over. And SmackDown usually, if I could watch it with my friends, but this segment would you know would be that one that would be like man this is what you watch Raj why does he have to have anything why does he have to be on the line <laughs> I just think they put a, enough uh you know time into him that there should be something you know that that you do with them uh before you, if if you write them off before you write them off yes. but yeah. but I, I agree with your point too I think if he was gone uh, their business is not going to hurt. Yeah. They stumbled into something with him, and then they gave him a character, right? I think before they gave him an actual character and had him start speaking, I think that the fans were – I mean, he was over with the fans. And then when they tried to, you know, have him interfere with matches, I mean, just – they completely – now, yes, they've turned him into an annoying character as opposed to a sympathetic one. Um, but enough said about James Ellsworth. Um, let's talk about the Battle Royal last night. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, had Heath Slater, Rhino, Simon Gotch, Aiden English, Kurt Hawkins, Connor, Victor, Mojo Raleigh, Tyler Breeze, and Fandango to uh, get someone a Royal Rumble spot. Now, Mojo Raleigh won this, but you know I wasn't as surprised about that. But what I was surprised about, and Raj, maybe you could speak to this, man, the VOD villains. What's going on there? I mean, they practically eliminated themselves in the first 10 seconds of that match. <laughs> no, like, I mean, how- no- nothing's going going on there you yeah, see but, where you see where they're at on the card but this is like titus o'neill level humiliation that they're getting yeah. the mod villains yeah like is this just about the do backstage they, fight do you think they deserve more it's not like they've been over and 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 they're bringing them down the card they debuted uh, they were you know number one contenders for the raw tag belt when yeah they, because uh, they put them there but the crowd yeah. didn't react to them at all but this so, is just crazy though i mean just this isn't like even a showing i mean this is just kind of like like the creative's just messing with them at this point right yeah, that's their spot. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I mean, that's how. I mean, I wouldn't have them last till the end. So uh, not the end, but like at least let them keep thirty seconds, maybe yeah. a minute in the ring. You know, yeah, you got to go through the. You got to. You don't want that match to go too long because people will turn away. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, especially with the guys you got in there. I mean, there was only like two or two realistic winners. I thought. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, Mojo, he got like most of the eliminations in that match too. So. They were giving him a little push. I like, you know, he's changed his look, uh, his attitude a little. He still acted like a goof once he won, but, uh, you know, maybe be a little more, you know, badass in your victory celebration. But, uh, you know, I, he, he looks the part. I'm, I'd like to see uh, 
I like this change in character. So for the most yeah. part. So Matt, what do you think what? of Mojo Raleigh? Uh, I think he stays hype. Um, no, um, I think <laughs> I think he um, he's a he's I don't know I, I don't want to say anything bad about him because he, he works hard, but he does come off like a goof, um, and that could be marketable if you do it correctly. And I think he's still finding himself, obviously. Yeah, like um, Rob Gronkowski, his buddy. You know, he comes across as a goof, but when he you know when he scores a big hit, he doesn't act like a goof for a minute and a half. You know, he acts like a goof where it's appropriate, and he, you know, he has that same personality. So, uh, just, just calm it down, do it at the right points, and and I think it here's what you need. Here's what you, Vince used to tell me this all the time when I first started. And he's like, "Don't play wrestler. You know, you're, you you big guys, you come in and you you first don't know any better, and you play wrestler. You're not being who you are." And I never understood that. I'm like, "Well, of course I'm playing and acting as a wrestler. We all are, you know." But <laughs> No, I understand what he's saying like later on down my career. And what it is, this is a good example. You say like how Gronkowski acts normal when he scores a touchdown and doesn't act all weird, right? This guy, he's still figuring out who he is, Mojo. And I think he's overthinking. And I think he's saying, okay, maybe I need to do this now. And now I need to act like this now. Now I got to do this here. And that's what I think we're seeing. And he just comes across as a goof in the process. Yeah. But again, he can tweak it. So, uh, oh yeah. Um, watching him on Talking Smack last night and seeing him in recent weeks on there, even with this win, um, I don't know. I mean, it seems like they're going to give him a bit of a push. I mean, granted, it's a SmackDown level push. I don't think he's going to win the Rumble by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but yeah, I feel like they need to figure out who his character is now that he's detached from Zack Ryder. We'll just have to yeah. see. You know, they've given they gave bits of pushes to to Bo Dallas and guys like that in the past. It's it's <laughs> it's whether he can impress quickly because if he doesn't, he's gonna just end up where where he's been. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, so we got uh, after that the Cena Styles segment. So so how are you feeling about John Cena, Matt? Going in going into this and this little resurgence they've done here, he, setting this up for him. Came across like a prick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was really frustrated with AJ just sitting there and taking it. Yeah. Um, honestly, um, but John, he uses the same promo on everybody. He's like, you're the same guy saying the same thing to me. I can't wrestle and I didn't come up this way. John, that's you saying the same damn thing again as well yourself, dude. It is, the, it is a valid argument that these guys bring up that you didn't pay your dues. If I was AJ, I would have ripped into him a little bit more about that you know, and things like that. But uh, maybe, you know, AJ's there and I'm not, you know what I mean? So I'm sure there's a reason for it, um, politically speaking. Um, but it was hard to watch that for me because in my opinion, John came across as the heel, no question. And AJ was a sympathetic baby face. I think Cena, he, he, you know, whether, I mean, he did sound heelish. If you're a hardcore wrestling fan really support the indie that interview did you see the interview Ron? yeah no i thought cena delivered that like a superstar like he came across like above and beyond everyone on promos uh in that interview and he sh and and it, at the end i mean it felt like the jock in high school pulling down you know depancing the the nerdy guy because styles looked like he was just uh overwhelmed and, and you know like had yeah. been depanced uh you know, again, you know, I'm not sure if Cena just destroying him means that Styles is winning at the Rumble or walking away with the title. I almost, when we talk about our WrestleMania ideas, I feel like it, it should be. Um, but uh, 
but Cena just owned that. I thought he just delivered that great. And, you know, Styles, he, he was saying the same thing. Uh, I don't think if Styles got the last word, it still would have been anywhere near the impact of what Cena did. And Cena's the baby face. He probably should be getting the, the last word on Styles, especially if he's, he's losing at the Rumble. Oh, my God. I would have immediately went into Listen to your arrogance, John. Listen to your freaking <laughs> arrogance right now. You're too good to work the indies. You, you, the guy who can't tie his wrestling boots together. Oh, wait a minute. You don't even wear wrestling boots because you don't respect the damn business because no one taught you that on the indies on your way up, John, because you were born in the wrestling business with a silver spoon in your mouth. You did just come right up through developmental and boom, ta-da, here I am on TV. You didn't pay your dues, John. It bothers you. I know it bothers you. These fans know it bothers you. Just like they know it bothers you when they chant, you suck. You can't stand it, John. You could put your bullshit smile on all you want, but at the end of the day, it irks you. It irks you. I paid my dues, and I could work circles around you. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take video of that and, and put that on the YouTube, man. The, <laughs> the, the, the promo that AJ Styles should have given. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome, but <laughs> you know, uh, at the same time, they've been litigating this this whole thing for so long. Um, you know, Cena did work the Indies. He came up in UPW. Uh, you know, he was sleeping he in his car, working at a gym. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, it wasn't like he, but, but, you know, I'm sorry. It was that interview Raj that really irked me. Yeah. Where he kept calling, referring to AJ as the guy from Atlanta. Which is <laughs> yeah, crazy, yeah. Right. Like the world champion of the WWE, like that the people on the station don't even know his name. Yeah. They that's one thing, you know, you know, back in the day, you remember in the eighties when they'd have gorilla monsoon and, and, and Bobby Heenan, uh, you know, meeting the stars and the star was, would never know who, you know, like uh, meet celebrities and the celebrities would not know who Heenan was, but they knew Gorilla. And that always bugged me because it just shows that, the, you know, what is telling your audience is they don't watch WWF because otherwise they'd know who he was. And on your television, when you're talking about the Today Show hosts, not knowing who AJ Styles is, that's just telling the audience that these guys don't watch WWF. I mean, WWE. And, uh, you know, these, so you're, they're not real stars anymore. And that John, more importantly, though, if I'm a wrestler in the ring with him, I would have been so heated at him for not having enough respect for me to at least cut them off with that bullcrap immediately in, the, in that interview and say his name is AJ Styles. I don't like the guy. I'm going to beat him this Wednesday, but his name is AJ Styles, and he is phenomenal at what he does. Something like that. I don't know. He was so disrespectful and just laughing along and being robotic as usual. And I think as a brand ambassador, he kind of has that responsibility, right? Especially, I mean, being the face of the company. Being yes. there, his, I mean, he should be looking to elevate his opponent, not bury him in the mainstream like this. Right. But if the storyline is, is you know, this is the storyline that WWE wants. And again, I think, I, and we'll get to it later, and, and I guess we should move on so we could get to the Rumble and Mania. I think Cena's losing, so he had to get the better of him. But I get, I get both your points. Like, I think he shouldn't dismiss styles is not being a star because it makes the company look bad but i'm sure that's what the companies told him to do i mean they had the clips ready of the today show so that was where they wanted to go yeah so from that we went to uh gosh, short 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 match Dolph Ziggler versus callisto um yeah does is there anything to be said about this is anything happening with this Say that again. I'm sorry. Ziggler versus Callisto last night. That short match yeah. that if you went up and got a snack, you missed it. No, I said, <laughs> I was happy it was short. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. JBL go. I, I, didn't, I didn't understand the end with JBL. I was hoping that something would happen with JBL and him, and then it got cut off, you know. But uh, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with, with, with as far as Ziggler turning heel and whatnot. But, uh, you know, 
Yeah, and Apollo things. coming out. Uh, I just, uh, I mean, Ziggler's just now. Ziggler had a pretty good year last year, but this is just now putting him to the lower mid card. You know, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think this heel turn isn't doing anything for me so far. You know, I, I think if you're turning Ziggler heel, you have him go up the card. He's exactly where he's at. It's just he's the same guy where it doesn't matter if he wins or loses on a given week. This really should have been his first week as a heel. He should have just destroyed Callisto real quick. Um, and we'll see. I don't know. Ziggler. Yeah, I, 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 I was, you know, you hear CM Punk and all these guys in the past when they talk about when they have a change of character, like when they turn heel or turn babyface, they change things like their their music or their look a little. And I think Ziggler needs to do something because he just seems like the same guy just trying to be a heel now. Yeah. And he's like a weirdly earnest heel, which is a strange. <laughs> and, and then he's clean shaven now, you know, whereas he had the, the scruff when he was a, a baby face and he looks more like a baby face now than he ever did. So yeah. uh, say Naomi returned last night and instead of Naomi versus Natalia, uh, Natalia got attacked backstage by Nikki Bella. But I, I just wanted to call on this segment because I don't know what you, about what you guys thought of this. But one, I thought it was great to see Naomi back. But two, I thought Alexa did the, probably her best heel promo yet in just that brief exchange they had she did she looked very comfortable i agree yeah absolutely and i like to have another woman in that mix in that top mix uh the one thing that and i thought alexa was great the one thing that drove me nuts in this was this was i think the third time this week where the heel is teasing getting in the ring and then just walks off you know like they did it with braun and big show um Mm -hmm. there was someone else they did it with on raw i mean they're really overdoing that where the heel acts like they're going to take the challenge and just, uh, you know, cowardly strolls off. It's, it's fine to do it once in a while, but three times in the same week uh, was just overkill. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Lumberjack match for the WWE Intercontinental title, The Miz versus Dean Ambrose. So, uh, yeah, Raj, I'll kick this one to you first. What did you think of uh, the match itself and that, that setup? Uh, it definitely seemed like the blow off, um, yeah. you know, Ambrose beating him clean. So I'm curious where they go with Ambrose next, uh, you know, and, and Miz. Um, I, I, I hope they don't go back to Ziggler because there's just not many other, I mean, they could go to Baron Corbin, but um, the match itself I thought was fine. I think these good, uh, these two, ha- you know, are pretty good together. And uh, I don't know, Lumberjack matches just whenever I watch them, they just seem so outdated to me. And it, just kind of felt like that here too. When, uh, when everyone starts beating up on the wrestler, when they're thrown outside the ring, it's just, they, they've done that in every lumberjack match for since, since I've been watching. And Matt, what'd you think? It always, I always think the, yeah, the lumberjack matches ends up making look, make wrestling look like, like some collage of the village people. You have all <laughs> these outlandish characters standing side by side with each other. You know what I mean? Right. These complete 180 degrees differences between each other, variances between each other. But um, it was a good. It was a very good match. Great, great execution in the ring, and, and the guys busted their ass. But it was good. Um, but as far as future goes, I think that's a good idea, Raj. I think, uh, um, you know, him moving on uh, to old boy. I'm sorry, what is wrong with me? Um, Corbin, new guy. Well, I'm not a fan of, but at least it'll be different, and it will help him. I hope it could be something different. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think if that frees up uh, the Miz, I mean, I think the Miz maybe with Mojo. I mean, I don't know, put him in a program, see how that works while Mojo sort of figures out his character a bit more. Um, but, you know, I thought the main thing doing a lumber, Lumberjack match last night is, I don't know if you guys thought this, but man, you could really tell how thin the SmackDown roster was. That was not as well populated <laughs> as your tip. I mean, if that's the locker room, uh, that was, uh, yeah, not not a lot of dudes. It just seemed like the Battle Royal came back out for the, the Lumberjack <laughs> <did>. match. <laughs> Absolutely did. Uh, cool. So we're going to talk about our Royal Rumble predictions that is coming up, and I want to get your final thoughts on SmackDown. But first, I want to take a moment and thank the sponsor of this episode, which is DDP Yoga. Now, you've heard us talk about it before. You've seen the results. If you look at how Chris Jericho looks now, how Mick Foley looks now, how Jake the Snake looks now, look at how Goldust looks now. Why do they look this way? DDP Yoga, DDPY, and specifically their awesome Max Packs. For a limited time, we've got a deal for you. It's 2017, the year. God, January is almost over. Take control of your life. Get yourself in better shape. Turn your life around with DDP Yoga. For a limited time now, you can get the DDP Yoga Now app for 25% off, or you can get the DDP Yoga DVDs for 25% off, and that includes three months of full access to the DDP Yoga Now app. They've also got a deal where you can buy a max or combo pack of 25% off and get 50% off the second one. Sign up now. Go to ddpyoga.com slash wrestlinginc. That's ddpyoga.com slash wrestlinginc. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. So Matt, SmackDown Live, watching it last night, you normally don't get the chance to watch this every week. I mean, what, what were your thoughts on, on just the final thoughts on the show itself? The aestheticness of it is completely different than Raw. I love, uh, I was telling Raj this earlier, I love the entrances. Um, Baron Corbin's, for instance, is pretty damn dope. Um, the backdrop is awesome. Um, the, the, the Titantron, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Everything is, is phenomenal. Sorry about the noise, guys. I'm outside. Um, it's uh, completely different. Um, I liked watching it, you know? I really did. It felt like it was a younger show. Um, guys are getting, guys and girls are getting legitimate chances, it seems. Um, they're still very thin. But um, that just makes the, the, the uh, other talents have to step up that much more. I just hope they're smart enough when that happens, they don't pull those guys or girls to Raw. If anything, let's get some of those people on Raw to SmackDown and thicken it, thicken it up a little bit if it's possible. So uh, what would you say was the better show this week, Raw or SmackDown? <sighs> Raw because of the ending. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I'm a huge Undertaker, Mark. So that's in itself just was awesome for me. Hunter's music hitting in the Rollins uh, and the Rollins match was awesome. Um, Raw was more exciting as far as like news goes and, you know, big talents coming in, you know? Yeah. And to that point, uh, I, I agree. I, I thought Raw was a better show this week uh, for those reasons and the Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins match. But oh. the problem that the Raw versus SmackDown thing happened, you know, before they ended up, you know, cutting the ending the brand split was they established raw as the a show and SmackDown, you know, really as the B show. So any surprise, all the big names would show up on raw. And now you're starting to see that happen again. You know, you're not seeing the big uh, spectacular ending, you know, with the big surprises on SmackDown, uh, like you're seeing on raw. And, uh, and I, I think that's your, your start, you know, when the brand split was doomed last time, that was when you established one show as the B show. And it, it's, I think it's starting to happen again. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So uh, the Royal Rumble is coming up this weekend. Um, so what are we up to now, Raj, in terms of uh, guys that have been announced for the Rumble itself? It's all on the site. I think it's like 24 people now. Um, but yeah. There's like five spots spots open. Wow. 
Uh, Matt, so how are you feeling about the Rumble? Is this uh, your most anticipated pay-per-view in quite some time? Yeah, I actually am. I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be a great one. I think AJ and Cena are going to tear the house down. Um, I think Reigns and um, Owens is going to be phenomenal. I think there's going to be so many good matches on here. And then the Rumble itself is always fun. You never know who's going to pop up. You know, that's always exciting to see what's, you know, who's special that they bring in for it. Um, things like that. I think it's going to be a hell of a pay-per-view for sure. Oh, and I'm very bothered that somehow the boss is on the pre-show. <laughs> what the freak? It's, well, they got, you know, they got one, two, three, four, five, six, six matches on the main card for a four-hour show. The Rumble itself, probably going to be an hour and 15 when, at least uh, once you put in the video packages Don't and everything. What's that? Don't have don't have her on then. Don't have the match. I'm saying it, it just lessens these people when they do this. I think of Bud Billings. I think of, you know, these other types of talents when I think of pre-show, you know? Yeah, but at the, yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but, um, you know, I, I'm sure she would rather be doing something than, and then not be on getting sure. that payday. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, the Raw Tag Team Championship is on the pre-show as well. So this pre-show is, is more of you know, loaded as far as star power as, you know, as opposed to yeah. the brand specific uh, kickoff shows. And two hour pre-show. So, uh, you know, we talked about this the other night, Matt, but Raj is going to get his dream again of watching six hours of wrestling, then coming on here with us to talk about it afterwards. I'm looking forward to Ooh, it this brutal. time. <laughs> and, and, you know, like eight hours, if you come, you know, add NXT the, the night before. So it's, it's a lot of, a lot of wrestling this weekend. Yeah, so let's talk about this a bit, Matt, because um, I know Raj and I were curious. So, so you were in the Rumble in 2004. What's the production process like behind the scenes as far as how you choreograph the match, how much you know ahead of time about the match itself, and how they just deal with all those moving pieces of having 30 guys battling it out? 2004, uh, my rookie year, or my, my first full year there. Um, we're in the locker room. Pat Patterson was the quarterback of it, um, the producer of it, I guess they would say now. And uh, I remember he had this dry erase board and he would list all of our names and he would then write out who's eliminating who. And then as he's doing it, like he'd look to me and say, all right, Morgan, you're eliminating um, Hurricane Helms or, and then you're doing this. Um, and then really quickly, I'd have to turn to Hurricane and, and say what I'm going to do to him, like right there on the spot and have an idea right then and there. So they would know it was really quick thinking. I remember it was just like, bam, 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 bam. When they'd get to your name as to what you would what you would do to eliminate your talent or get eliminated yourself. Um, and they had to keep it moving because there's so many guys in that rumble. Um, so then but, do you do you know who's going to win then when they're going when they're going over it? I, I yes, I don't remember how I I think. Yeah, I think in that locker room that that that. Um, that afternoon, I should say. Um, yeah, we knew Chris was going over, but I, I'm pretty sure I knew that the week beforehand. I could be wrong, but we knew going into this, this was designed for Chris Benoit um, to go over and then eventually go over to Raw Okay. Um, as well. Um, and, and, and with that, do you get to practice your spots or is it you just got, go out there and do it? I went out there and did it, um, but... Uh, you could, yeah, you can go in the ring afterwards and say, and many guys do that and say, hey, look, this is what I'm going to be doing with you. Uh, are you cool with this? Is it, you know, I'm supposed to be eliminating you. Are you cool with me doing this or this or that? And then if you want to walk through it, you can. You don't walk through the eliminating part. You you 
generally what would walk through what your comeback is because if you guys know i'm sure you already know this as fans but every time somebody comes out he just blows a comeback on whoever's in the ring and you get all your shit in and uh you look like a monster for those 10 15 seconds um keep rikishi comes out he gives everybody a stink face a train comes out he gives everybody the damn gimmick in the corner jeff goes in the corner um it's always like that you know um so if you want to, if you have to talk about it, you definitely have to talk about it, but you don't have to really walk through it. You know, at least I, I didn't do it that year. Yeah. yeah. But go back and watch 2004. Matt Hardy took the best boot of all time that I have ever given anyone. <laughs> but holy crap. He took my boot and literally put it to his face and bumped while holding my boot to his damn cheek wow. on the way down and on top of him. I was like, in my head, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> nice. Cool. So I'm, I'm looking ahead. 22 guys uh, on the WWE site have been announced so far. Uh, and yeah, it's updated to include Mojo. Yeah. So, and and how, how, Matt, when they were producing it, how when did they set in stone who the 30 was going to be? Like, how close to, to air did you know this is, this is the locked roster? No more surprises. Well, that's a good question. I don't really remember of us in our Rumble having any surprises. We had such a – with so many young guys – and so many established stars. This was like right when Randy Orton was the Intercontinental Champion at the time. Yeah. Before his, you know, rise to become. Um, you, you, so you had so many guys on the incline. We uh, Such a thick, 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 deep roster, you know. Um, yeah. It, it, there, there, was no room, there was no room for surprises. Yeah, they hide the surprises now. Uh, they keep them. Uh, the last few years, they keep them, keep them hidden on a bus. Yeah, and bus. they don't want anyone to know. So. Uh, you know, a lot of times it still leaks, but uh, usually they're kept on a bus hidden uh, until it's time to come out. And they don't have enough talent to fill it out anymore either. <laughs> well, they could, but that's putting in the VOD villains and, you know, Ascension and, and, uh, and, and, and those guys. And that's... Uh, we had qualifying matches, dude. Like, I, I qualified by beating Orlando Jordan, I think, on SmackDown. Well, that's what um, makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That sorry. didn't even make the they, that didn't even make the Royal Rumble, which made the Rumble seem more important to be in and be a part of. That's what's ridiculous this year is you have guys coming out saying, I declare myself in the Rumble, and then other, you know, then Mojo has to win a battle royal. Why does he just declare himself too? So, just, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, uh, should we run down this uh, run down this Rumble card? Yeah, you yeah. want to take a rush? Sure. So, uh, obviously, why don't we start uh, go quickly through the kickoff and and uh, and then up up through the main card before getting the rumble itself. Uh, the tag team Raw Tag Team Championship, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus against Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. What do you guys think? I'm bored with the angle. Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, if I'm being honest, I'm bored with the angle. Um, I really don't care who wins this match. I think just put the belts on Gallows and Anderson. Let's just do it finally, and then see what happens from there. I feel like by not doing it, we're stuck in this weird holding pattern. Yeah, I, I, I think they're probably going to go with Cesaro and Sheamus just because um, uh, they, they, they kind of just won the belts, you know? So I think they'll probably have them defend it. And uh, yeah, yeah, but I agree. It, it doesn't really matter. Um, Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. Um, Sasha's. I, I think. Eh, no, I think Nia Jax somehow wins. Yeah, maybe they use the the um, recovery, right? Sasha on crutches still. Maybe they use that as an excuse. You know, yeah, yeah, that's. I, I agree. Nia Jax, I think, takes that one. 
Uh, going to the main card, we got the six six woman uh, tag team match with Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia against Nikki Bella, Naomi, and Becky Lynch. Uh, what do you guys think? Heels up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I disagree on that one. It seems like they're building uh, Naomi for Alexa Bliss next, so I, I, I think Naomi gets the pin on Alexa here to to kind of set that up. Uh, cruiserweight Championship, Rich Swan against Neville. <sighs> Neville. No question. Easily. Not easily, but Neville wins. Yeah, I think Neville needs it. I agree. I think he's he's on such a roll right now. Uh, he's doing such a great job as a heel that it would kind of kill that momentum if, if they have him lose it. Neville doesn't need it. They need it for that smack, for, for that cruiserweight show. Right, yeah. That cruiserweight show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who, who should they move on to next for Neville? Uh, do they keep it with Rich Swan or, or kind of go somewhere else? Somewhere else. I'd like to see Austin Aries if he can be back by Mania, but I guess that would mean Aries is a babyface, and I think he's much better as a heel. Yeah, he could still. He, TNA he did a good job of of playing that tweener thing. He was cocky and arrogant, called himself the greatest man that ever lived. You know, as a babyface, and it it worked. Um, I don't know. Work wise, I'd love to see it though. Yeah, I'd love to see uh, them do Neville versus like Gallagher, but I don't think Gallagher needs it. I think Gallagher is the most over guy oh, yeah. right now in the cruiserweights. Yeah, I could see I, that. I, 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 I'd see that. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that because they've been they've been he, they've been kind of protecting him. Uh, uh, well, to an extent, I guess he's lost to Dabari. Enough. Yeah. Um, Charlotte versus Bailey for the Raw Women's Championship. It it screams Bailey has to win this with the video packages and an awesome story. She did a great job, by the way. Um, I loved uh, her, the, the piece that they did on Raw with her. This was the way she should have delivered it in the ring versus those stupid poems she was doing. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, I, I, I bought in. I know the fans bought in, and it screams set up for Bailey to win. But they're not going to do that somehow. They're going to screw it up somehow, and, and Charlotte's going to keep the title because isn't she still undefeated on pay-per-view? Yep. Yeah. I think they're going to make that a thing. I think they need to get out of it now, but I think they're going to end up making that a thing. I hope not, but. I just don't think Bailey's. I don't think she's ready to be the champion yet with what they've pushed her out as so far. I think she's right there, you know, but she needs a little bit more. Yeah, yeah I think they they save it for Mania. You know, I think doing it there will have it. Be, okay, yeah. I mean, that'd be epic, right? I mean, if Bailey wins it in Mania, yeah. they build off. I th- but I think they're going to put on a great match. I think they have to put on a great match to to keep interest in this feud. That's the only way they can do it with Bailey losing is if they put on a real barn burner out there. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I think Charlotte wins this one, and yeah, because if you're going to end, they they built that pay per view streak as kind of a thing now. So if you're going to end it, you end it at Mania. So yeah, I think I I think we all agree on that one. Then Charlotte, uh, no DQ match for the Universal Championship. Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. Um, now, spoiler alert: um, Roman Reigns is being booked against Braun Strowman for live events after this. So that and this is the updated advertising, which usually kind of shows you where things are headed. Um, so what does it say Owens is doing on the live events? Is he, is he, is he against Jericho at all? He, he's not listed at all. I mean, he's listed, but it's just like, you know, these are the matches and also appearing, you know, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, that kind of thing. Okay. That does say something, but it could also still, they could still do Jericho versus him somehow. Um, Owens, but I, I you, you could be right. It could, it could be Reigns winning this, unfortunately. Um, I just don't think Reigns versus Strowman is, is, is a WrestleMania match yet. I just don't. Physically looking at the two, yes, they are. 
But what they're going to deliver in the ring, I do not think so. I, I agree. Plus, you owe us a lot of money if that is the case. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was, yeah. It was $500 each, I think he said, if, if they went with that for the main event. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, so I could see maybe Rollins interfering with this. You know, maybe doing something on that level. Maybe Reigns wins, but it's not. I mean, it's a no DQ match, right? So anything can happen. Yeah, I, I yeah, I mean, they added that step for you know. You'd think they added that step for a reason. I, I'm sure. My guess is Chris Jericho finds a way to get out of the cage, the title, and Roman Reigns wins wins the championship. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that's my. I think that's going to be the the title change on this show. The big one, yeah, but yeah. And then what else do we got on the card? AJ Barcina. Yeah. So yeah, with that, after this week, I think Styles is going to retain. I do too. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I do too. Yeah. You know, you know what I, I, I do too, and you know what I would almost do with with my WrestleMania lineup, I would have Samoa Joe interfere here and beat the crap out of Cena, allowing Styles to win, and set, that sets up Samoa Joe against John Cena at the at WrestleMania. Ooh, I would, okay. If we're just pulling stuff out of the air, <laughs> I, I would love that. It's really, uh, I mean, there is a lot of buzz that Samoa Joe is going to be, uh, you know, at, at the Rumble this Sunday or, or, or Raw the next night. So, um, great. That's that's how I do. I'd I'd rather have him here uh, and set up something with Cena than as a surprise guy in the Rumble that gets thrown out. That's awesome. I'd kill for that. Great. Hey, I'm in. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. And then the Rumble itself. God, I mean, that's the thing. It's, this is so stacked. I mean, I there's like ten guys on this list that I could see winning. I think it's Strowman. I think I think it's Strowman setting up Strowman versus Reigns. I'd love for Taker to do it and have Taker versus Reigns. I think Taker versus Reigns is a lot more interesting. And I'd like to, you know, and you go and turn Reigns heel. They're not going to do that, but that would be ideal. If Reigns is a heel against Undertaker at WrestleMania for the title, in my opinion. Cool. But I think Strowman. I, I I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see that happening. It's not what I want. To Don't happen. say Sami Zayn, Glenn. It would be such a great story, though, if you oh, No, it wouldn't. And then Owens retains. <laughs> WrestleMania, Owens oh, versus gosh. Zayn. It would be fantastic. Oh, watch Sammy wins now, too. <laughs> but because it, it would be a good story. With Braun, I don't think there's a story there, right? I mean, with Braun, we still don't know what's his motivation, what's his thing. He's a beast, sure. But, like, I don't know. That's just a little one note to me. Glenn, you're missing the most important part of this, the physicality huh. of the over-the-top battle royal aspect. Yeah, I get that. Man's match, number one. Yes. Two, he is not throwing nobody over the top. I mean, he'll throw a couple, or he'll somebody will charge him. I'll get, I'll get, I'll bet you five bucks right now. This will be one of his eliminations. Somebody will charge him. He will duck and pull the top rope down. The guy will go flying out <laughs> like a goof. That will be one elimination for Sami Zayn. I guarantee it. Um, competitors. I know, I know. Well, it depends on when he enters. It depends on when he goes in. But <laughs> no, but I just I want you know some storytelling with it. I mean, Matt, you know it's interesting. I know you talked about it before. You know, I mean, like when they gave you the stutter gimmick, that at least made your character a little more dynamic, right? Because you have big guy, but you have big guy who's this beast, but he's got something that you know it's a vulnerability. It makes him a little more relatable. With Braun, what do we know about Braun aside from he's got questionable taste in haircuts? 
<laughs> hey, what what do you need to know? I mean, what did you know about Yokozuna heading into you know? It's just building that monster for the baby face to 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 face, you know. Yeah, but Yoko was exotic. Look, that he, Yokozuna was exotic. It was back, you know, back in a time where just being from a foreign country made you kind of mysterious. It did. Yeah. It sadly did. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, it, but it was that same big guy, dominant big guy, you know, and. and you know, you build up the this big heel for the baby face. So, I mean, that's the story. Yeah. Is you, you, Roman Reigns overcoming this giant uh, monster who's right. been destroying everybody. But the great thing about um, this is, okay, so regardless of who wins, the thing that I love about this match is with all the guys in it, this can set up, I think, like six storylines going forward, depending on who eliminates who and oh, what happens in the ring. Yeah, and, and if you look at the other favorites, Goldberg, to me, doesn't make sense because – that would because he's pretty much locked in with Lesnar at Mania, and Lesnar's not wrestling again until Mania. So I don't. Where where does Lesnar win that title to to set up to set it up as a championship match? So that doesn't make sense. Undertaker, you know, we'll get to it, but um, you know, I just uh, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him and Reigns or him and Cena for the title, but uh, it doesn't seem like that's in the cards. So, um, so yeah. yeah, I'm willing to bet it's not going to be a SmackDown guy who wins. And then the other favorite, uh, you know, who's uh, high up on the odds makers list is Samoa Joe. So, I mean, if you did, you could do wow. Samoa Joe and Reigns at Mania or Samoa Joe and Taker. Uh, I mean, uh, Samoa Joe and AJ or, you know, Cena. I think it's way too soon. You don't know how Samoa Joe will get over with the, the crowd yet to just thrust him into the WrestleMania title match. But, you know, he is one of the other, like, he's like the number four or five favorite. Finn Balor is another. He's what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the with the British odds making sites, he's like number five, I think. And I've seen Finn Balor Baylor in, in the poster. Has he made an announcement that he's going to be in the Rumble that I missed? So Finn Balor is getting checked this week to see if he can if he'll get medically cleared. Um, so we'll see. I think you know Rollins got you know his checkup around this time too last year and and didn't you know wasn't able to make it back by Mania so. Just because you're getting checked out to be cleared doesn't mean you'll be cleared. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, looking at it, there's just so many different ways they can go with it. I love that we have eight slots open, though. You know, so, I mean, you figure Samoa Joe uh, is probably good for one of those. If we have an NXT guy, we talked about this before. If Ty Dillinger is not in this, the internet will be sorely disappointed. At least all the smarks will. Um, but yeah, so I mean, do you think, uh, how many surprises do you think it can bear this year? How many surprise entrants do you think he could bear and how much the rest do you think will be like, uh, I mean, Kane's got to come back, right. To keep his, uh, streak going. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. Kane or, you know, Kane or, uh, Mark, ah, I don't know if you'd want to waste one on Mark Henry, but yeah, Kane, I definitely could see that. Um, what about Seth Rollins? Where does he fit in? Um, they're not going to complete, you know, completely leave him off the show. No. Does he just cut a promo during the show and, and set up something with Triple H? Yeah, that that's plenty. I'll take that. Or uh, someone saying you can have Triple H as one of the surprises, and Seth Rollins comes in and throws him, you know, eliminates him, throws him over the top, and uh, you know, to kind of set that up. Triple H was a surprise last year and and, and won the thing for the title. Um, but yeah, if they do it, it would have to be Triple H coming out and then this big to-do entrance, right? And mm-hmm. everyone's excited, and Rollins jumps in from behind, which would completely <laughs> screw Rollins and make him a heel. Um, people would go for it, and I hope they don't do that. But Rollins is not in the Rumble as of now, so, like, he ain't eliminating nobody. Yeah, I don't see them putting Rollins back in. Uh, 
now Come backstage. yeah so yeah i could see them doing that where triple h comes out Rollins just kicks the crap out of them they go to the back and that's that's kind of it for them actually so what do you uh because i can almost see like foley putting rollins in um in a defiant gesture what have you heard about foley standing with the company i know the last five episodes of holy foley are debuting after the rumble on sunday but they're they're making it seem they weren't even calling it like the final five of season one they were just saying the final five have you heard anything as far as what's going on with his daughter and mixed relationship with the company oh no as far as foley he needs that hip surgery so he's going to be gone sooner or later yeah um yeah, I don't know when. Um, but, but I can see them using this as a way to write him off, that he gets Rollins in there and then uh, Stephanie boots him. They could. I mean, that's something. I, I think they're, they've kick-started tri- Triple H and Seth Rollins, so I think yeah. you need something on the show to get that going forward. Um, yep. So, I mean, if you have Rollins in and then Triple H comes in and you know beats the crap out of him, that's one way to do it. Uh, or, or the other way, which is Triple H is the surprise and and that, I think that would get the bigger pop, but, yep. but yeah, you could go either way. Yeah. And if you heard anything more about angle, if angle, uh, I mean, he pulled out that UK date that he had this weekend. He said emphatically, he's not doing it. He's, you know, he, he had an interview and he said, he's, he's not going to be in the rumble and there's been no talk of him wrestling. It could change, but as of now, no talk. So hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, predict, I'm predicting he'll be in the rumble. I'm just throwing it out there. Wow. All right. Matt yeah, saying he's in. I could, I could absolutely see it happening. And that's the thing, him saying someone saying emphatically they're not doing something. It's the unfortunate part of the WWE. It's like Matt Morgan, you could swear on a stack of Bibles right now. You're not going to be in the Rumble Saturday, and I'd be or Sunday, and I'd be like, I don't know, guys. He wouldn't. He was denying it really hard, right? I mean, you know, it's <laughs> like with the WWE, it doesn't matter. All that matters is what happens. Speculation, you know, can go a million different ways. Right. Should we uh, get to our NXT? Uh, Take over yeah. real yeah. quick our predictions for that show. Um, Nakamura versus Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. Yeah, and maybe Nakamura gets called up. I don't think he'll get con- called up yet. Yep. I think uh, because, you know, they have their formula there where the guy loses a title and then gets a rematch at the next one, then loses, then he's on his way <laughs> to the main roster. So I, I kind of see that happening, which sucks because – if that's the case, he probably won't be at WrestleMania because the next takeover is WrestleMania weekend. But I, I agree. I see Bobby Roode winning here. Uh, Gargano and Ciampa, a DIY versus the Authors of Pain. <sighs> I authors, I, I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know what they think of Authors of Pain. I know they make them look like monsters, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say I'm going to say Authors of Pain, unfortunately. I, I, I kind of see that too. I think the authors yeah. of pain. They've they're pushed them push. really hard. I mean, they've pushed them really hard. And I think Gargano and they're just two fat dudes. <laughs> yes, they are. With Paul Ellering, though. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, they're strong. I mean, it's a, it's a pair of Mark Henry's basically. But yeah. Uh, I, but I, I don't see the, I see them being the ascension when they get to the main roster. If they get to the main roster. If they, yeah. <laughs> if, uh, the Fatal 4-Way, Asuka versus Peyton Royce, Nikki Cross, and Billy Kay. Ooh. Asuka. I agree. I think you got to go with Asuka. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that they're doing it at a 4-Way yeah. this time. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and no one's talked about – I mean, there have been no rumblings about Asuka getting a call-up, right? I mean, no. I think she's just – but it, the problem is, though, if she stays dominant um, – you know, all the way into uh, to the takeover of Mania. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, how do they unseat her at that point when they built her up as such a huge threat to the division? 
Well, that's the thing. You got to get someone ready and yeah. that's believable. And once that's, once you get there, then you do the switch, but you, you don't want to just put it on someone just because Oscar has been dominant too long. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Although I don't know, I can, I mean, uh, I don't think Nikki is ready yet, but I think so, having a member of sanity um, win would be interesting, but yeah, I just don't think she's there yet, but it's a four way though. So she, Oscar doesn't have to eat the pin. So it does true. give it that technicality. I could do the change and then Oscar gets a rematch against whoever wins. Uh, yeah. That could happen. Uh, Eric Young against Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. Well, he's going to be in the Rumble and be called up, I'm guessing, right? If you're in the Rumble, does that mean you're now called up in WWE? Or could you still be in NXT and be part of the Rumble? Usually it means you're com- it, it's coming pretty soon. Because you've had Rusev and Sami Zayn right. be in the Rumble while they were still in NXT. But then they, they debuted not too long after. Okay, then I, I'm going to say uh, Eric Young. Yeah, I think Eric Young, they're building the Sanity group right now. Uh, I think it makes sense. And it's, yeah. I don't think Ty, Ty is long for NXT. Yeah. Hope not. We got and then uh, the last one on the main card, Roderick Strong versus Andrade Cien. I always botch his name. Cien Almas. It makes no sense to me if, if Roderick Strong loses here. I, I agree, but they like that other dude, man. They, they think yeah. he, like... I don't know. What, I mean, he is good. Don't get me wrong, but I see. I love Roddy. So I mean, uh, mm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say other guy because <laughs> WWE will screw it up. <laughs> uh, I, Andrade is. I think has he lost every takeover match since his after his debut? He lost I to Bobby. Believe he. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, huge list or anything. You know, it's like right. two or three at most. Yeah. So. All right. Okay, guys. So now, kind of on to get our WrestleMania, our ideal WrestleMania cards. What do you guys, uh, if you were booking and saying Seth Rollins versus Triple H, Lesnar versus Goldberg, and Big Show versus Shaq is all taken, yeah. what are your top WrestleMania matches after that? Who was take? You had Taker taken already? Nope. I think it somehow. I don't know how they get there. I really don't. But I think somehow it's Taker Cena. I don't know how, but Taker Cena. And what? And what else? What about AJ? That's where I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to let the? Is there any way they can let? You know what I mean? Do we find out later that they let the brands cross over for a dream match? I I, I don't know. Um, you said how? Did you say Triple H and Rollins? Yeah, that's taken. Ugh. Reigns versus, I mean, I don't know what else. Honestly, you took the top three, well, except for Shaq and Big Show, rather. Um, <laughs> and I really don't. I, I, I don't know because so many things can go in so many goddamn directions here. I think they got, they're going to stay somehow with Cena versus Taker. I just don't know the context of it. I, I uh, Glenn? Um, your your main event is Sammy versus Kevin Owens. I'm taking it. Well, of course. Uh, actually, I was gonna say actually get this. If they move Sammy over, I actually think Sammy versus AJ would be a hell of a WrestleMania match. Um, I don't think Sam, I don't think it'll draw eyeballs. But I think that's the thing, though. I think if you have Goldberg Lesnar and you have these other matches, I don't think the pressure is on as much to come up with this, the spectacle. I think they just want some solid stuff to right. fill it out. Um, but yeah, I think there's a couple ways to go through it. So I would love to see Bailey Charlotte. At the same time, I think if they could build it up in time, uh, Mickey Becky. 
would be i mean that would probably be like the kickoff match um but i think that would be really interesting if they could figure out a way to make the belts uh the belt move it over to mickey or becky and have that happen to mania um yeah i think they'll probably end up doing uh, see what this is the problem it's like i, I think the tag division is going to be screwed in one of those like hey let's just put 10 guys in the ring and have them go at it. I thought it. we said dream matches here. I thought yeah, we said I know. dream matches. That's here. the problem with the yeah, WWE. The That's the problem. That's the problem is that you start thinking like, oh, what would I like to see? And then you start thinking what well, we're going to end up seeing. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, what I would like. I, but you know what, though? Some of those matches, and I'll say this, what they did last year with the, what was it, the six-man ladder match for the IC title, that sounded like one of those burn-off matches. Let's just toss a bunch of guys out there. And that match was fantastic. You know, so I think you just put people in the ring, uh, you know, so that's what, what I want to see is I want to see people be utilized properly, because I think that's what will make the great show. So what are your picks then? Um, man, so that's a tough one. Your pick for Styles, your pick for Reigns, your, your pick for Taker. Styles, I would actually say uh, Zayn versus Styles, I think it would be interesting. <laughs> All right. No, I think it would. Be. Come on, you tell me that would be a bad. <laughs> They're match. not. I, I, I'm not saying it would be bad. I'm saying that it's not going to happen. Hey, look where AJ Styles' career trajectory is going. You're telling me like that's not a firm possibility. No, uh, career no. tra- tra- trajectory is great. Sammy's, yeah. You know. uh, but uh, no, one of uh, the take- best years. In, he's had one of the best years in WWE history. Yeah, but as the champ again, that guy from Atlanta—that's his mainstream recognition. I think if it depends if Cena more than Sammy. Or not. Yeah, that's true. That's all of WWE's recognition. I know though, mainstream. It's not just him. That's everybody. But go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. No, I'm just just giving you guys a hard time. Um, no. So I think Taker. You know, Taker versus um, Strowman. I think would be interesting. Actually, um, I think I could see that. Yeah, I'd like to see Taker versus Strowman. I think of those, that would be good. Um, you know, if they they can't do Cena versus Styles again after this week and hold my interest, so I don't think that's that's going to be interesting. Um, and then with Roman Reigns, I mean, look, guys, like with Roman Reigns, uh, I I would hope they would book him in a way that I would find it really interesting. But I'm not. I'm thinking about it. I don't know who I want to see Roman Reigns fight. You know, I don't think nobody. Yeah, there's no one at this point that I'm like. You know, the reanimated corpse of uh, corpse of Chris Benoit. They trot him out somehow, and I'm like, well. No, Rain still isn't interesting in that case. You know, my money's on the corpse. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's uh, going to get some complaints. <laughs> so I was just trying to be far-fetched uh, with my uh, hyperbole there. I don't know, Matt. Well, I mean, what, what, what would really make Mania just uh, a worthwhile spectacle for you? The, the Lesnar Goldberg. Yeah. Um, like you said, Taker Strowman. I'd like to see that. I, I think that'd have a big match feel to it if they, they, they keep doing what they're doing with Strowman. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Cena has to wrestle Taker, but they, I know they that's what they're going to They're still stuck on that. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know why he has to wrestle him. And Cena is going to be filming another movie soon. So we got to re- keep that in uh, mind. Um, I think, I to me, Roman, I disagree with that. I think Roman versus Undertaker would be just fascinating just from a crowd reaction standpoint. I think you could turn him, he- I mean, especially if you were to turn him heel, which they probably won't do, but if you did that, I think that makes it really interesting because you really sure. don't know who's going to win because the way they've been pushing Roman, uh, you you would think... Come on. You think Taker, <laughs> you think Taker would win that? Absolutely. I don't think I think so. they learned their... Their, their lesson from that mistake the first time around with 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 uh, Brock. I don't think uh, that was a mistake. No way. It took it, that that 
it ended up being one because Goldberg, who's going to be not even a part-timer, just dismantled all of that realness that was Brock Lesnar in 10 seconds. Yeah, but Lesnar was becoming just a regular guy. I mean, a top regular guy up until that point, And he just kind of took off like his super special attraction badass that, you know, uh, you know, that I don't think if that would have happened if he didn't have that, that win. He's a badass no matter what. Yeah, but they weren't booking him like that. They had him beat by Triple H the year before, and he was wrestling CM Punk and, you know. uh, I don't think it ever had anything that – whether he loses or not has nothing to do with the reactions of people paying to see him. He's still a legitimate badass, and he always gives off that vibe, win or lose. I think Taker's done after this year. Vince sees it, and I think Roman would go over. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, this is where they would be. I will say this Strowman beating Undertaker would do a lot of good in setting up Strowman as the next dominant monster of that entire company. Yeah, I just don't see Strowman as that guy that, that, that has the longevity more than a short term monster heel. He's not, he's not there yet, but I'm saying if that's the time, if they're looking to look, say, hey, Taker, if you're looking to, you know, put someone over, this is the guy that would you would do more with it, I think. Reigns just nobody gives a shit. Even if he beats Undertaker, yeah. nobody will care. They care in the sense that they they're loud in his matches. They're not loud for you know Strowman. Um, so uh, you know we'll have to agree to disagree. I just think it would. I th- I just think it would be. I think so many people out there would think that Vince would have Roman beat Taker. You know because of where they're going with Roman, that uh, it would make it way you know really interesting. And I think Cena versus Taker is kind of the same way. No. I feel like with WrestleMania, though, it's kind of like the Super Bowl in the sense that, I mean, you have the spectacle of it all, right? But it's like, how often are the best matches of the year actually at WrestleMania? I mean, how much do we love the idea of a WrestleMania match versus the actual execution? Well, there's generally two or three that yeah. are absolutely, you know, five-star matches. Um, but last you know, this year has a chance. To... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Like this year's Royal Rumble, for instance. I'm telling you right now, AJ Barsina is going to oh my god it's going to be an intense great match yeah i was going to say last year's wrestlemania didn't have any that were really you know that were match of the year candidates um you had roman and triple h and jericho and aj which you know should have been awesome but it was it was okay uh and uh you know the the intercontinental ladder match uh zach Ryder one um but uh yeah, but, but the thing is, when you do have an awesome match at Mania, it really lasts. You know, when you have Shawn Michaels versus Taker or right. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock versus Hogan, granted, athletically not a great match, but it's so memorable. That's something um, you, you don't forget. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, there's always the potential. That often doesn't, you know, often the stadium hurts it because of the noise. You know, you don't have that same crowd reaction because it's all yeah. going up as opposed to being contained. All right, guys. Well, uh, I think that that does it for this week. Cool. So we'll be here Sunday night after the Royal Rumble ends on the East Coast. Uh, Raj, Matt, myself will be here to recap everything we just witnessed, the full six hours of wrestling between the pre-show and the main event itself. Um, So, yeah. Uh, if you like the show, subscribe, leave us a comment, let us uh, know what you think. And, uh, guys, Royal Rumble. I can't remember the last time we were this stoked about a pay-per-view. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a great one. The fact that none of us can agree on the winner or worth the top WrestleMania matches is is awesome because they could go so many different ways. So it's mm-hmm. uh, I think it's great.
Yeah, cool, guys. So until next time, everyone, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and I'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.